Nelson spent 25 years on the PGA Tour and is a lifetime member of the PGA Tour and PGA of America. Now he provides his unique perspective as a golfer and network broadcaster. It's time to go On the Range with Jay Delsing. On the Range is brought to you by the Gateway Section of the PGA. Hey, good morning. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me. Pearly, you're in Minneapolis somewhere. Yes, just south of Minneapolis. On my way to uh, go hunt down some uh, Walensky uh, this week. Little fishing trip for Pearly May after. Well, Pearl, we got the Ascension Charity Classic in the books. We um, we formulated the show like a round of golf, and the first segment is the On the Range segment, and the On the Range segment is brought to you by the Gateway PGA. Please help me to congratulate the 300-plus men and women in our section helping to make our golf experiences better. Uh, man, being out at the golf course, Pearl, there were so many uh, PGA of America members out there. The, the The entire Norwood was just a buzz for, what, five, almost six days. It was a buzz. They had polished it up. The clubhouse looked great. The golf course looked great. All the folks uh, backing it up looked fantastic. The staff, it was just phenomenal. I've been having the fortune of being up there a fair amount of times. It never looked so good. It was it was just so much fun. Yeah, they did a great job. Ascension didn't miss a trick. I I, I pull out a couple of tees in my pocket, and there's Ascension golf tees. I mean, these guys did everything they could do. Um, Pearl, we're gonna, we're not going to have a. I know this is really going to bum me out, but we're not going to have a social media update this week because I know you didn't get to talk to Zuckerberg about why we've been uh, 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 waylaid a little bit. So because you were caddying all week, and I know he was probably pissed that he kept calling you missing. But so we're going to skip your uh, 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 your little uh, social media update. But we are going to thank uh, Bob and Kathy Donahue at Donahue Painting and Refinishing. 314-805-2132. If you need anything on the inside or outside of your home, these guys do great work. They're terrific people. I got so many nice uh, calls from them this week wishing me well. And uh, call Bob or Kathy, and they will help you out. 314-805-2132. All right. So, folks, there is no interviews uh, this week or next. We are going to break down how we saw... The Ascension Charity Classic. We're going to take you inside the locker room. We're going to take you inside the head of a, of a broken down and retired tour player. We're going to have uh, some fun stories to talk about. And, you know, John, one of the things, that you know, but not playing tournament golf to play in a couple in the last month is the golf course changed so much from Tuesday to Sunday. And it's really fun because our weather was so perfect. So we started out with three Pro-Ams this week. It's a little unusual. Um, typically, there's two Pro-Ams in the Champions Tour. We started out with three. Um, and on on uh, Tuesday's uh, Pro-Am, we played on the East Course, the other golf course in Norwood. And I got to play with some women executives from Emerson, who was a presenting sponsor. They were just terrific. Kathy Button-Bell and her... Uh, staff was over there. We had, we just had a blast. We played on the East Course. I think we shot fifty one. It just had had a ball. Um, and I, and I got to tell you, Pearl. One of the things I'd be remiss if I didn't bring this up. There's got to be a way to get more gals playing golf. 
There's got to be a way. Well, I mean, it's just got to happen. We got to figure it out. Well, I think the other thing maybe people don't know, some people might not know about Norwood. Uh, there's actually 36 six holes there, and they're all good. Obviously, they had the tournament on the uh, the longer of the 18, but there's 36 holes of, of great golf around that place. And as far as getting more ladies out, there's a lot of ladies out at the tournament seeming to be enjoying the heck out of it. So hopefully that helps a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And um, gosh, I just think about the crowds. I think about just the crowds on. Uh, so there were no uh, spectators allowed on the golf course on Wednesday. So we had a, uh, uh, a pro-am on Wednesday. We we played in the afternoon. It's kind of a weird thing. One of our guys uh, wasn't able to make it, so we wound up playing with three guys. But Jimmy Williams, my buddy Jimmy Williams, he just lit it up, and the team had a great front nine. I think we shot 11 under the first nine holes, Pearl. I'll tell you what, it was fun to see. You know, anytime you see the, the, the amateurs come and they get super nervous, some of them come out of their shell and play great. My father was one of those, and you had one in your team, uh, Jimmy Williams. He was giddy with how good he was uh, hitting the ball, and man, did he drive it well! It was it was awesome to watch. Oh man, he he did. I mean, he basically single handedly had the team probably seven of those eleven pops on the front nine. And then we kind of we kind of slowed down on the back, and I think we wound up getting to fifteen or sixteen under. Uh, but still, a lot of fun, you know, John. How do you explain to people the value of those pro ams? And and uh, in my opinion. It's the absolute differentiator from what the PGA Tour has on over all the other sports. And again, this is Champions Tour stuff. But you got a got paired with Hall of Famers, Ernie Els, or um, uh, Jim Furyk, or um, Mike Weir was in there. He's not in the Hall of Fame, but he's one of the top players. Bernard Langer is in the Hall of Fame. You know, you could you you just don't get that experience with any of the other sports. Well, we talk about that a lot. You actually, I heard you talking with your pro-am partners about it because it is one of the unique parts of the game, and uh, we experienced it, and it, it was awesome. And then when the other things come together, like the weather, the great golf course, just the kind of the culture that the Ascension folks were able to establish uh, for the whole event, it's just kind of made everybody just have an awesome time. Yeah, it, 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 they, they really did, and and. Um... Um, what, what's neat, John, is when you get to play a couple of pro-ams in a row on the same golf course, you get to see how the course is kind of evolving for the week, you know. So we had had a bunch of rain the week before, and, and uh, but the golf course was in perfect shape. Have you ever seen better fairways? Well, I, I commented to you quite a few times. It was almost like uh, uh, AstroTurf, like fake turf. It was so perfect and so, and I guess just about everywhere. Uh, that that just made it an awful lot of fun too. But you know the greens are always really good out there. But I think they were exceptional. Maybe just because there's a little bit less play previous to the tournament, so they're even smoother. Uh, I absolutely loved them. I know some of the players were a little sketchy because of some of the slopes, uh, but I, I had to laugh at that because I don't think uh, it was as fast as uh, as it is sometimes just for the membership personally. Oh no, you're 100 percent right. I mean, Mike Knoll is a rock star superintendent. He's been over at Norwood for 15 plus years, and um, man, he's uh, he could get those things down about as fast as he wants. Well, absolutely. Uh, that, that was just so much fun. You could see the pride, and I like when you're always uh, complimenting the greens guys when they're out there working, raking the bunkers, doing their work. And I think that's the way to go because they're. They're the unsung heroes of uh, of the events that uh, that come off really well. Because at the end of the day, if the course isn't good, 
uh, or not in great shape, it's it's a lot of guys just aren't going to enjoy it. It's not going to be that much fun, but that's not what we had there. No, it really isn't. And, um, you know, Pearl, we just got to wrap up the um, the on the range segment here with our tip of the cap. And the tip of the cap segment is brought to you by my friends over at the Volkswagen of Kirkwood Dean team, Volkswagen of Kirkwood, 314-966-0303. Um, the tip of the cap this week goes to the Ascension Group. Now, we have tipped our cap to, to, to some of these folks earlier, but this golf tournament was knocked out of the park. It was knocked out of the park with Jack Nicholas's prev, uh, presence. It was knocked out of the park with three Pro-Ams. It was knocked out of the park with 64 Skyboxes and Cabanas sold. It was knocked out of the park with, I believe I've heard, over 50,000 um, spectators for the week. This thing was, I don't know how an inaugural event could have gone better. And so I just want to thank those guys. And uh, I also want to thank Colin and Brandy at the Dean Team of Kirkwood for uh, presenting you the tip of the cap. If you need a car, you need any sort of vehicle, Colin's your guy. 314-966-0303. Come back for the front nine on more Golf with Jay Delsing. This is Paul Azinger, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. I want to thank the Gateway section of the PGA of America for supporting the Golf with Jay Delsing show. Um, there are over 300 men and women PGA professionals in over 100 golf facilities in the greater St. Louis area supporting us. They're experts in the game. They know the business of the golf, of golf. And at this point in time, this pandemic, the golf courses are jammed. These folks are working 10, 12-hour days and just doing great stuff and really appreciate them. Every time you pull up to a public course or a private course, a driving range, there's a really good chance by that that facility is run by a member of our section. Some of the examples of the programs that are run by these PGA professionals and the Gateway PGA section include PGA Reach, Drive, Chip, and Putt, PGA Hope, and the PGA Junior League. To learn more about the Gateway PGA, go to gatewaypga.org. To find a local PGA professional coach for your next session, go to pga.com. The PGA, growing this game we love. Marcona Appliance Bars Company needs to recognize their entire local branch sales team as the best in the industry. In fact, any industry, all industries. Located in nearly 50 cities and towns across the United States, Marcona Appliance Parts branches set the standard for customer service and inventory. Our sales team have the expertise and knowledge to make your major appliance repair a snap. We stock thousands of parts locally or ship from our nationwide network of distribution centers to keep major appliances working properly using only genuine manufacturer's parts. It is our privilege to be the professionals behind the professionals that keep America's in-home major appliances running properly all year long. Well played, Marcone Branch team. Your tireless dedication and winning attitude is apparent. We salute you today for all you do. Marcone Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North America and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I am delighted to welcome Marie DeVilla to the Golf with Jay Delsing show. I'm sure you know where it is, but in case you don't, Marie DeVilla is a landmark out in West St. Louis County. It's located on the corner of Clayton and Weidman Roads. It's also on 21 beautiful rolling acres right on the way out to Queenie Park. It's a country club-like atmosphere. It's iconic, and it's absolutely gorgeous. 
when my dad died and my mom decided she didn't want to live alone, Marie de Villa was the first place we called. When we pulled up, we were greeted at the front door by the owner. And he took us around on a tour of the facility. We learned that there are one, two, and three-bedroom villas that you can live in. And there's also 24-hour care in the East, West, and the Waterford buildings. So Marie de Villa had everything that my mom wanted. One of the things that stood out in my mind as well was the way the family-owned business treats their guests. That's right. They refer to them as guests, but they treat them like family. So if you're in the process of trying to make a tough decision for this next part of life, you got to visit Marie de Villa. This is local. This is family. And this is St. Louis. This is Marie de Villa. Come be our guest. Thank you, St. Louis, for making the first annual Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson a record-breaking success. The golf was incredible, your enthusiasm unmatched, and the only thing that will last longer than the memories is the impact you've made on North St. Louis County charities. To our sponsors, volunteers, and fans, thank you for welcoming golf's greatest legends and bringing professional golf back to St. Louis with record attendance. See you next year at the Ascension Charity Classic. When things come out of left field, having a game plan matters. Farmers Insurance has over 90 years of experience helping people play through every stage of the game. We've seen almost everything, so we know how to cover almost anything. Talk to Farmers Agent Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101 to see how they can help you stay in the game. That's Ed Fogelbach at 314-398-0101. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Hi, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Our golf program has the same screening techniques and technology as the pros on the PGA Tour use. That's right. SSM Health Physical Therapy has TPI, Titleist Performance Institute, trained physical therapists that can perform the TPI screen on you, as well as use the KVEST 3D motion capture system. It is awesome. Proper posture and alignment can help you Keep it right down the middle. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area. Call them at 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Your therapy, our passion. One thing I've learned over the years is that many people don't realize that standard insurance policies aren't robust enough to handle their accomplished lifestyles. Ensuring your personal success adequately That's serious business. At Powers Insurance, they don't believe in treating clients like policyholders. They treat them like friends and family. Tim Davis at Powers Insurance can offer more than a policy. He has the knowledge and experience to properly protect your busy lifestyle. Call Tim Davis at Powers Insurance today, 314-333-4913, or find them online. Visit their website at powersinsurance.com. Grab your clubs. We're headed to the front nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The front nine is brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. Hey, welcome back. I'm Jay Delsing, the host of Golf with Jay Delsing. I got Pearly with me. He's holed up in a hotel up in Minneapolis. We got Brad Barnes here in the ESPN studios taking good care of us. This is the front nine brought to you by the Ascension Charity Classic. We just played the inaugural event last week. And it was a blast. Man, that was fun. All right, so Pearl, 
let's just let's just jump right into round one. Round, Absolutely. Round one. Okay, so folks, here's another thing under the heading of Ascension, not missing a beat. I am told on Wednesday night, no, Wednesday afternoon, I'm going to be hitting the first shot off the first tee in the first inaugural event, the Ascension Charity Classic. And first of all, what an honor. I mean, Pearl, just absolutely crazy. What an honor. I loved it for you. I loved it. I I was wondering how nervous you're going to be. I mean, I think a lot of people might not know how tough it is when you haven't been competing for a while and you really haven't for about six years. You played Calgary a week or two ago, which I think was helpful. But then the kind of the, oh, the next level of feeling a little pressure from the local fans, uh, the radio, the TV, et cetera, they were out there. Uh, so it was interesting to see how you were going to feel and how you are going to handle it. Yeah, uh, that's kind of what I was thinking. And, uh, man, I got to tell you, so that first tee, there was so much commotion. There were, there were I've never had so many pictures taken. I've never uh, known so many people on the first tee. And, um, uh, man, announcing your name, my name, and it took the first tee, tee jitters to a, just a – Totally different height. But the good part, too, was you're playing with a couple of old teammates, so talk about them for a second. Yeah, so after I was told I'm hitting the first shot, then I was told that I'm paired with Corey Pavin and Steve Pate, our our UCLA teammates. And people might not know, but uh, we had a couple other teammates. uh, Brant Job, it was in the field, and Tom Fernice was in the field. And Duffy Waldorf. Uh, sorry, and Duffy Waldorf. So uh, it was quite a few choices. I was hoping we could have gone out and played a six of them, but they, they weren't going to let that happen. No, no, but it was funny because, so so folks, they announced me on the first tee, and I'm, I'm prepped for this for a, a night and a half because I, I knew on Wednesday night this was happening. But, man, was I nervous. And I, I get my ball on the tee. I'm, I do my, my standard pre-shot routine, but – well, I'm looking down at this ball and I'm thinking, please, God, just make contact with this thing. You know, hit it out there, hit it forward somewhere. Hey, Jay, that was the I play, I, tra- I I I prayed very very hard for two shots in particular in the tournament. The the first one off the first tee and the uh, yeah yeah the yeah, last yeah, yeah, uh, yeah yeah we'll yeah 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 yeah. Oh to that later. man, <laughs> it's brutal, just absolutely brutal. Anyway, so but that thing went off. I mean. Impressively well. That I hit oh, a you, really you good it. tee shot. Yeah, so that was kind of fun. And then getting to play with with Steve and Corey again was just a throwback, John, wasn't it? I mean, how many times did you and I just burst out laughing? Because especially Peter, his mannerisms haven't changed at all. Uh, his habits, his mannerisms. You know, and, and nor, did, nor did Corey. Corey's always just kind of been. You know, kind of low-key guy, goes about his thing, uh, very uh, very much just kind of goes with the flow type of stuff. I thought his swing looked very, very similar. His putting stroke looked exactly the same. His grip, everything exactly the same. I mean, everybody's maybe got a, a few more uh, pounds carrying around or that kind of stuff and a few more gray hairs. Uh, <laughs> but but it was remarkable how, uh, how similar uh, – 
I guess I have to say we we all are. I, I don't know if that's good or bad, but you look back, it was 41 years ago for crying out loud, and I don't know if it's good or bad, but uh, there, there wasn't a whole lot of change. The swings were pretty dang similar, and so were the attitudes. Yeah, I mean, how many times did we have little uh, personal and private references to something that happened in college and and, uh, and, and some really fond memories about uh, what everybody was doing? For sure, absolutely. All right, so the first round gets off, and I hit a good drive and hit a crappy second shot and made a long two-putt par, and then I screwed up the the um, uh, the uh, second hole from a – from a good drive and made a bogey out of nowhere with a three putting and screwed up the third hole from a perfect drive, but made a wad of making a good par, uh, um, hit, hit some really lousy kind of short wedges. But man, John, the nerves usually after the first tee or maybe the, the, you know, walking off the second tee box, the nerves go away, but these, these stayed around a little bit. We were, we were talking about all sorts of things about how to relax, how to focus on what we're doing, how to you know get into the processes, all sorts of things like that. Well, you know, I think people can relate to that, Jay. You know, you you do it in a tournament, but you know, somebody's out with a corporate outing or out with some friends, and they're trying to play well or playing for a couple bucks, and they can't calm down. I love what you said on the first tee. You had your your pre-shot routine. We've talked about that. We've got to have a good routine through this whole process. But I think also the other things that we've mentioned in the past, you know, you want to walk at a certain pace, kind of more of the pace that echoes how you're going to swing, uh, even echoes how you think, you know, how fast is your brain going, how fast are you talking, all those things. So talk a little bit more about how you did eventually calm down a little bit because I think people could benefit from that. Well, we – so in terms of, let's say, the first 10, even 11 holes – the hitting was was uh, suspect. I'd say I was um, um, okay, but not very good with my irons at all. Not pretty damn good off the tee, actually, and um, just kind of so-so with my putter. And after um, eleven holes, we were three over par. It made three bogeys. Two of them were three putts, and um, uh. Just kind of really, really blase golf. And all I kept telling myself was to just keep going and and try and be patient. You know, try and really stay patient and not force this thing. And so um, uh, what happened, Pearl? We got to... Uh, well, wait a second. Wait a second. I want you to back up for a second because one of the first funny things that happened in the tournament, and they start happening a little bit faster and more energy th- types of things. But on the 10th hole, I don't know if you know this, but, you, you know, when you hit it well short of the green and your sister, Moochie, is walking on the side side of the tee and some guy after you hit it short says, that's embarrassing. And she lit into the guy, which is not a surprise <laughs> with, with, with Moochie. And she says, that might be embarrassing to you, but you have no idea or something like that. And she just let the guy have it, which is, if you know her, she's beautiful. And, uh, and there was no holdback. So I'm sure that guy was cut trying to hide behind that little uh, crab apple tree that's right off the tee or something like that. So that's one of the first little stories that we have on, uh, on number 10. And I did see a friend of yours on number 10 that I don't think you you figured out until the second or third day. We'll come back to that. Oh, uh, but, I uh, saw and, then, and then you did have another good friend on, on there, uh, your buddy Denny, yeah. uh, who was all pumped up to see and, and, and rooting you on. 
So, John, one of the things, you know, we can interject right now is how much I have never, ever played an event with that kind of support, with that kind of love, with the the encouragement. How many people, it must be what some of the top players feel like, you know, every week when they go out because they have so many fans, but I don't. But playing at Norwood, one of the things we talked about that is, was going to be such a challenge was going to be trying to do it all in front of people that we knew and loved, you know. And I had um, my my daughter, my second daughter, Gemma, flew in from Los Angeles. And then my brother and his wife, Jamie, Bart and Jamie, flew in from South Florida. You were in. Uh, your wife, Sally, came in from uh, from Effingham. And we had a, a, a girlfriend, Karen, was there with uh, her daughter, uh, Lexi, and we just had a, a really nice uh, little mini gallery there. Hey, I want to remember another story, too, because we've already passed it. But you remember the guy that approached you on the 18th hole, and I'm pretty sure it was Pro-Am Day, and he wanted to talk to you about being a bat boy uh, when your dad oh was my uh, gosh, like, you're right. for the Browns. You remember that? I mean, that absolutely – that's why I just headed down after, after we talked to him. That choked me up. I was tearing up listening to that story. It was awesome to hear his passion. Tell a little bit about that story. Yeah, so folks, I, I hit my drive off the, the 18th tee, and I go up with my amateurs, and I'm just kind of coaching them and helping them try not to screw them up too much. And a guy comes up to me and says, um, hey, Jay, I'd like to meet you. And I said, sure. So I took over, I shook his hand, he tells me his name, and he said, I was a bat boy for the St. Louis Browns, and I met your dad when I was a little boy, and he was really a good guy. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You were a bat boy for the Browns? What do you, you know, what years we started talking about? He was a bat boy for the visiting side. So he had won a contest, and for two years he was a bat boy for the visiting side. And so what's interesting, he said, he knew Dad when when Dad played for the Browns for the home team side, but then when Dad got traded to Detroit from St. Louis, the Tigers came in and played the Browns. So he got to see Dad again when the Tigers came in. And, uh, oh, my gosh, it was hard not to tear up. That was such a cool story. Um, Oh, it was just fantastic. You know what? That's going to wrap up the front nine. Don't go anywhere. John and I will be back. More, uh, how are we going to call this, Pearl? Uh, Special Ascension Charity Classic Notebook Stuff. Love it. On Golf with Jay Delsing. Hi, this is Peter Jacobson, and you're listening to Golf with Jay Delsing. If you have a car and you're struggling to get some protection for that car, let me recommend Vehicle Assurance. 1-866-341-9255 is their number. They have been in business for over 10 years and have a 30-day money-back guarantee, which is one of the reasons why they have over 1 million satisfied customers. They are known for their painless claims process, and their premium vehicle protection. So whatever that car looks like, they can help you. You can find them at VehicleAssurance.com or call them again at 866-341-9255 for a free quote. Get the protection and the peace of mind you deserve. Thank you, St. Louis, for making the first annual Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson a record-breaking success. The golf was incredible, your enthusiasm unmatched, and the only thing that will last longer than the memories is the impact you've made on North St. Louis County charities. 
to our sponsors, volunteers, and fans. Thank you for welcoming golf's greatest legends and bringing professional golf back to St. Louis with record attendance. See you next year at the Ascension Charity Classic. I want to tell you about a family-owned and operated golf business that has been right here in St. Louis for over 40 years. I am talking about Pro-Am Golf Centers. That's right, Pro-Am Golf Centers. I know you know the name, but I'm not sure you know what they have to offer. Really, they have everything a golfer from a seasoned professional to a beginner could ever want or need. Pro-Am Golf Centers has the lowest price in the area of custom club fitting. They have... The latest in technology, their new e-commerce site is launching early next week. We all know how important it is to have your clubs fitted correctly for you. So visit them now, mention my name, and you'll receive a discount on that already low club fitting price. Call them at 314-647-8054 or visit them at ProAmGolfUSA.com. sitting down this morning with Tom Sipula. He is the uh, general manager at St. Clair Country Club. Hey, Tom, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing great, Jay. Thanks for asking. Well, thanks so much for jumping on. Tom, there's been a really cool memorial scholarship program that you guys have been doing for the better part of three years. Tell us a little bit about this program. Well, I'd be happy to, you know, Clarence Voigt uh, was a golf professional here for years back in the 70s and 80s. Uh, his family is strongly connected to the country club here. Uh, his wife, Erlene, and his daughter, Cece, I, I've known for the 11 years that I've been here at St. Clair. And, and a few years back, uh, our president of the Gateway section mentioned, you know, maybe some uh, professionals could step up and, and help support a scholarship that was up and running. Uh, you know, they're always looking for, for additional funds. And I thought, what better way for, you know, a PJ professional to step in but from Clarence's home club here at St. Clair Country Club. So we, we jumped in three years ago. Uh, we now host a, a little two-man scramble in the middle of the summer, just a fun, real low-key event, uh, and just try to send some dollars the way uh, of the Voigt family and, and try to help some kids out in the St. Louis area. Well, Tom, that that is so uh, impressive, and I know this is one of the reasons we like this spotlight is to try to shine a light on some of these things that you guys are doing. You're not asking for a bunch of attention, but these are the little things that can really make a difference for families and for individuals that are struggling. No question. You know, and, and Cece uh, Strand, Clarence's daughter, will tell you that they select, uh, you know, I think usually a handful of kids each year to, to benefit from uh, these scholarships, and again, it's these are golfers. There are kids that are interested in the game, but it's not just based on their ability to play the game. Uh, it's their character. There are other factors that are that are involved. And, and CC did report to me that uh, four young ladies this year was the first time the uh, all four of the candidates uh, were female to to benefit from the program this year. Oh my gosh, that is so incredible! And you know, there there's. Golf is such an equal opportunity provider. It doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter, you know, whether you're male or female. There's so many people that are in need, and golf can fill that void. No question, and we're big, you know, big supporters uh, of families. We're a family club. We're big supporters of junior golf. We host, uh, you know, Gateway Section 
uh, Patrick Fiore Memorial Tournament every spring here at the club and have a strong junior program. I, I would easily say that our junior program, which is typically 60 to 70 kids, half of those kids are girls. Uh, it's, it's not a boys game. It's a game for everyone. Yeah, that is really special. Well, there's other um, uh, fundraising things that have been around for a long time, like the Evans Scholar and things like that that are doing well. But this Clarence Fort Memorial, this Clarence Voigt, I'm sorry, Memorial Scholarship Program, uh, it's not you're not going to stop it anytime soon. It doesn't seem like. No question about it. We're trying to build it up. Uh, we want the community here in the St. Louis area and Southern Illinois to know that they're welcome to join us. Uh, yes, we are a private club, but this event is open to all golfers in the St. Louis community that would like to come over. Uh, they simply would just have to contact myself or our head professional, Logan Murphy, and we would get them entered into the, the event next year. Again, our goal is to get 100 players on the golf course. We haven't quite gotten to that level, but uh, you know we've got a great group here that's played three years in a row, and uh, hopefully we'll continue to build on that and and again, every single entry that comes in, a portion of that entry goes straight to the scholarship fund in addition to having an opportunity to play golf here at St. Clair Country Club. Uh, we like to think uh, with the history of the club and Bob Goldie and Jay Haas and all of the district champions and so forth and so on that it's really an experience that if you haven't had, um, that you really should take this opportunity and come out and, and play with us one day. This is Tom Sipula. He is the general manager at St. Clair uh, Country Club just on the east side, and we are talking about the Clarence Fort Memorial Scholarship Program. Tom, congratulations. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep growing the game, and, uh, and, and thanks so much. Jay, thanks for all that you do. I appreciate it, and enjoy your day. You've seen it and played it in bars over the past 30 years, and now you can bring Golden Tea to your home. Complete your basement or man cave with the popular arcade game, the ultimate virtual golfing experience. Over 80 courses, unique game modes, and you can even challenge a buddy in online tournaments. However you play, you will be the talk of your neighborhood. Visit home.goldentea.com to learn more. Have you met your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach? I want to tell you about Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. My friend Colin Burnt runs a store over there, and he helped me buy a used Volkswagen for my daughter, Joe when she turned 16. We've had the car for over a year. It's running great. It's nice and safe, and we've taken it there to get it serviced just recently. Pearlie, that does the show with me, just bought a nice Toyota truck from Collins. So I want you to know that if there's any sort of vehicle you need, anything at all, you can get it at the Dean Team Volkswagen of Kirkwood. You can call them at 314-966-0303 or visit them at DeanTeamVWKirkwood.com. We're halfway there. It's time for the Back Nine on Golf with Jay Delsing. The Back Nine is brought to you by Fogelbach Agency with Farmers Insurance. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. I got Pearly with me, and we are headed to the Back Nine that is brought to you by the Fogelbach Agency with Farmers. If you need any sort of personal insurance, any sort of corporate stuff, any sort of coverage at all, uh, go and call my friend Ed Fogelbach, 314-398-0101. Ed's a great guy. I'd love to help you. And, Ed, thanks for sponsoring the show. All right, Pearlie, we're jumping right back in 
we were at the Pro-Am. I just met a guy who grew up as a bat boy for the visiting for the visiting side at Old Sportsman's Park. That was a lot of fun. And I'll tell you something about that. And you handled him so well. But it also made his day, Jay. He so wanted to tell you. It was just kind of funny because when I caddy, sometimes they'll, they'll try to get my attention too. You know, they'll say, hey, will Jay sign my daughter's or my son's flag or, or the hat or whatever? And I could just see this old gentleman uh, just trying to kind of, you know, wave me down because he couldn't quite get to you. And I'm so glad that I caught that because I've done that through the years. And almost every time it's somebody that knew your dad or wanted to say hi or show you an old old card. So that brings me up to another one is how many times did you sign, do you figure, golf balls or uh, flags or some something for the little kids uh uh, I don't know, first round uh, pro-ams, that kind of stuff. How many times do you figure you did that? Oh, hell, I don't know, John. I'd say probably, what do you think, 15 to 25 a day? So uh, At least, I would say. I yeah, would say yeah. yeah, so if you, multi, you know, multiply that times four or five days, I don't know, 100 and a half, something like that? Yeah, it was cool. So it was fun. So anyway, you were kind of talking, and we were sitting there somewhere around the first, first day, uh, uh, through the tenth hole, and I remember when you were you were three. weren't you three over going into ten? Yeah, three over going into ten. Yeah, and then you let you left it short, and I'm thinking this is such a crucial up and down here because then we're coming into real part, tough parts of the uh, of the golf course, and you par ten, and uh, I thought I thought well, that was absolutely awesome. I think uh, Mucci's energy uh, brought us to the next level after that. <laughs> yeah, I would not have wanted to be that dude. That guy that no. said anything to it, because I think, I think she probably said something. Well, what is it embarrassing as a sister of his or something like that? And you know, got herself a little puffy and in the guy's face. I love it. Well, that's the same sister that uh, when she finds out somebody that's done something wrong to the family, she finds that person's name, puts it in a bottle with water, and puts it in the freezer. So I, I try to stay on Moochie's uh, better side. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a must. We got to do that for sure, um, Pearl. So we've, you know, what we got to talk about. This is super cool. So we we did a special on an earlier show. I think it was in year two. On my friend, gosh, I love this kid. This family, they are so got. They are so gosh, man, they're just great people. The Williams family from Jackson, Missouri, which is just outside of Cape Girardeau, Jimmy Sr. and his wife, Shana, and their young son, Jimmy Williams. Okay? Jimmy's going almost 13 years old. This is a young man that a year and a half ago or so had a heart transplant because his heart, he was down playing in a golf tournament down in Orlando, and it was super hot, and he was kind of throwing up and sick, and everybody thought he just was nerves or had the flu. He had 14% of his heart working at the time. And um, one of the coolest experiences of my life, John, was I went to my buddy Bernie Federko, who's such a – he's a Hall of Fame hockey player, but he's a better human being. And he he gave me the use of his Stanley Cup ring. So I was meeting Jimmy and uh, – Jim and Jimmy Williams, uh, junior and senior, for lunch because I wanted to show Jim, Jimmy Jr., this ring. And we are showing him this ring at P.F. Chang's. We're having a little lunch. And the phone rings. 
And Jimmy and I, the dad gets the phone. Jimmy and I are still marveling at the ring, looking at the diamonds, all the blue note, all that stuff on there. It's just super cool. And it's the call. It's the call they've been waiting for. They have the perfect match. And I sat there, and I mean, I just got the chills. It was such an unbelievable experience. I turn around on day one after about four holes, and who's standing behind the tee? Junior and Senior Williams, the Williams boys. Just drove up from Jackson. This young man's grown at least a foot since I saw him. He couldn't be doing better. He had the transplant done at uh, Cardinal Glennon Children's Hospital. Just spectacular. Well, he was having so much fun. You know, I just met him for the first time. Uh, So much fun watching you. And he was so intent. He caught my eye at least, uh, I don't know, a dozen times. I think they may have even been there for two rounds or a round and a half or something. But just kind of catching, catching my eye, watching him, how intently he was watching you and the other pros. You know, you can really see he's into the game. He was kind of identifying the the the, the finer points, I guess, of it. But he was just kind of a, uh, com- completely caught by it, which I thought was really cool. And uh, so I, I got to talk to him a little bit about it, uh, about being there. And uh, at one point you were struggling, and I said, hey, man, you know how that, how that world works, and sometimes that's just the way the game goes. But I said, one thing you won't see Jay do, and that's give up, give up no matter what. He'll absolutely be paying attention to each and every shot. So, And he agreed to, that he'd noticed that about you and, and really most of the players because that's what a professional does. Yeah, there were times later on as we get through this description that giving up was definitely a, a <laughs> came to mind. Anyway, all right, so Pearl, the entire complexity – and the entire momentum of round one changes with the swing and the putt on number 12. 221-yard par three. I hit a four iron. right with The best shot I hit of the day by a long shot. And I hit it down there how close, Pearl? Six feet? Six to six, eight feet. Uh, it, was a, it was a great shot. But here's the irony. We're, you, you're, we're three over going into the hardest holes in the golf course. And I'm thinking, yikes. And then here you are birdie and arguably maybe not the hardest but certainly the top three hardest of the of the holes for the day yeah and then turn around go right to the next hole and hit an unbelievable shot out of the light rough uh on the left side of the uh, fairway from about what pearl is about 210 yards and i hit it about three yeah no four feet i don't know how far it was wasn't very far that was awesome and uh we needed that one too but for the first time in the round I don't know how, how the nerves were, but I'm guessing they would calm down. And uh, first time that we felt any momentum, which was at least any momentum I felt, and it was a great feeling. Yeah, and so we're playing with Pater and Pavin, and everybody's, everybody's round is just a little off. I'd say Corey started out the steadiest, but then he had a couple of three putts. Pater was a little all over the place, and then he chips one in on number nine from out of nowhere. You know, and... Um, and then Pavin makes a birdie here on, uh, I think, on number 11. And so everybody was just kind of struggling to find their pace. Well, and that's the kind of day it is. And sometimes at the beginning of the rounds or the beginning of the tournaments, you know, you're just trying to find a way to kind of get something started, you know, especially if you don't get off to that, that fast start. But uh, you've got, definitely got your feet under you at that point. And then we're going into another hard hole after that. And I hit a perfect drive and just a stinky, really crappy second shot that wound up getting up against the um, uh, 
the skyboxes to the right of 14. Didn't have a, 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 a an easy up and down, but I drew a really kind of a weird line, so I didn't hit a very good pitch and wound up making a bogey there. But um, went right back to the, the next hole was a par five that um, I played extremely well and almost made birdie. And then 16, I made I, I, I hit a great drive, but I hooped a bomb from about, I don't know, how far was that, Pearl? 40 feet? It was. It had to be 35, 40 feet. Yeah, it was, absolutely. That putt was going down like a seeing eye putt. It was rolling down there. It was breaking left. It was breaking right. It gets about hole high from my vantage point. It looked like it just took a left turn and fell into the side door. Well, it went in. That's what we cared about for sure. And I, I could tell you started getting pumped. Yeah, I know. It was really, really fun. Um, uh, gosh, the, you know, John, one of the other things we got to say, we'll talk about this later too, but Man, didn't Norwood feel like a major championship? I mean, just the the energy, just the the level of the quality of the golf course and the quality of the um, on the back nine, the sky boxes and things like that. It just it just had a just a superlative feeling. It had a wonderful feel. That, that there's as you said with the Ascension people and everybody that got together, they uh, they re- they really made it special. That's for sure. That's going to wrap up the back nine. So uh, Pearlie and I are going to wrap up this show with the uh, 19th hole. For more on golf with Jay Delson. Come back soon. Marcona Appliance Parts Company needs to recognize their entire local branch sales team as the best in the industry. In fact, any industry, all industries. Located in nearly 50 cities and towns across the United States, Marcona Appliance Parts branches set the standard for customer service and inventory. Our sales team have the expertise and knowledge to make your major appliance repair a snap. We stock thousands of parts locally or ship from our nationwide network of distribution centers to keep major appliances working properly using only genuine manufacturer's parts. It is our privilege to be the professionals behind the professionals that keep America's in-home major appliances running properly all year long. Well played, Marcone Branch team. Your tireless dedication and winning attitude is apparent. We salute you today for all you do. Marcone Appliance Parts Company is based in St. Louis, Missouri, and is the largest distributor of major appliance parts in North American and proud distributor of General Electric Parts. I know you've heard me talk about Whitmore Country Club. I want to thank them for supporting the show again for the third year and tell you things are going great for them. There's 90 holes of golf when you join at the Whit at Whitmore Country Club. The membership provides you access to the Missouri Bluffs, the Links of Dardeen, and the Golf Club of Wentzville. Cart fees are included. There's no food or beverage minimums and no assessments. 24-hour fitness center is fantastic. There's two large pool complexes uh, and three tennis courts. Stop in the golf shop. you got to see my buddy Bummer. He is an absolute great guy that would love to help you with your game and love to show you around um, the uh, facility. He and his staff uh, run golf league, skins games, members tournaments, couples events. There's live music. There's uh, uh, great dining opportunities out there, outside, inside. Anything you and your family need golf-wise, fun-wise, visit WhitmoreGolf.com or call them at 636-926-9622. One thing I've learned over the years is that many people don't realize that standard insurance policies aren't robust enough to handle their accomplished lifestyles. Ensuring your personal success adequately 
That's serious business. At Powers Insurance, they don't believe in treating clients like policyholders. They treat them like friends and family. Tim Davis at Powers Insurance can offer more than a policy. He has the knowledge and experience to properly protect your busy lifestyle. Call Tim Davis at Powers Insurance today, 314-333-4913, or find them online. Visit their website at powersinsurance.com. Thank you, St. Louis, for making the first annual Ascension Charity Classic presented by Emerson a record-breaking success. The golf was incredible, your enthusiasm unmatched, and the only thing that will last longer than the memories is the impact you've made on North St. Louis County charities. To our sponsors, volunteers, and fans, thank you for welcoming golf's greatest legends and bringing professional golf back to St. Louis with record attendance. See you next year at the Ascension Charity Classic. Hey, Jay Delsing here for SSM Health Physical Therapy. Do you want to have a more consistent golf swing? Hell, I know I sure do. SSM Health Physical Therapy's golf program has Titleist Performance Institute certified physical therapists trained to assess your movement patterns, your mobility, and your stability to help make your golf swing more efficient and repeatable. They can help your golf game. There's 80 locations in the St. Louis area. 800-518-1626 or visit them on the web at SSMPhysicalTherapy.com. Tell them Jay sent you for special pricing. Your therapy, our passion. Let your local farmer's insurance agent, Ed Fogelbach, put his experience to work for you. Ed Fogelbach proudly serves St. Louis area families and businesses and is ready to review your existing policies or provide a no-obligation quote today. Call the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101 to get smarter about your insurance. Again, that's the Fogelbach Agency at 314-398-0101. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. I'm with my buddy Joe Sheezer from USA Mortgage. Hey, Jay, how are you? Doing great, Joe. Thanks so much for the support of the show. Ah, I really appreciate the opportunity. Uh, congratulations. This is uh, your third year, and we're really proud to be a sponsor all three years since the very beginning. It's a great show, and we look forward to it every Sunday morning. Well, thanks a bunch. Tell us just a little bit about USA Mortgage and what you can do for people. Well, USA Mortgage is a uh, ESOP. It's an employee-owned company. So over a thousand families here in St. Louis work for the company. So if you want an opportunity to patronize a, a local company, please call USA Mortgage three one four six two eight two zero one five, and I'll be more than happy to sit down with you, go over your options, discuss all the different programs that are available, and give you an opportunity to support a local company. That's awesome, Joe. Thanks so much. Appreciate it, Jay. Thank you. Grab your friends, a cold one, and pull up a chair. We're on to the 19th hole on golf with Jay Delsing. The 19th hole is brought to you by Pro-Am Golf. Hey, welcome back. This is Golf with Jay Delsing. I'm your host, Jay. Pro is with me, and we are headed to the 19th hole brought to you by Pro-Am Golf Centers. Man, the DeGrands have been friends of mine, supporters of the game, great people, Um Everything you need from a beginner to an advanced player, go to Pro-Am Golf USA, 314-647-8054. All right, Pearl, we've got, we totally forgot to talk about on our second hole 
on the Pro-Am Thursday, I had a drive that stayed in the air and went about 80 yards or so, didn't it? That's about all it went, and you thought you cold cocked it. Yeah, and I was like, man, and you said, this does, that, that didn't sound good. So we went to, and I thought it was something I did wrong, we um, went to the next tee, and the ball flew funny and realized I had a, two cracks in my old tailor-made M2 driver. You know, you say your old driver. It was funny because there's, uh, there's a lady that checks all the equipment for each of the players before you tee off each tournament. Literally what golf bag, what glove you're playing, uh, the golf ball you're playing, each of the clubs you're playing, and that kind of stuff. And uh, she marveled at your set, by the way, uh, Jay. Uh, she said it's, it's clearly the most antique set in the whole group. She was chuckling at your putter. She figured that was about 25, 30 years old at least. And this day and age with everybody going with uh, the new equipment, high-tech, whatever, she was just uh, getting a kick out of you. She knows you, uh, but she was getting a kick out of uh, what clubs you had. And I have to tell you, at least a half a dozen times during the tournament, different guys would come up and kind of look at the clubs and look at me like, what's he, what's he doing with that? I, you know, I just kind of smiled, and I didn't really, really know what to say. I'm just, just thinking, you're hitting it great, I guess. Why would you, why would you change the equipment? But uh, did, did any of that uh, needling um, give you a sense that you, uh, you might change coming up before too long? No. <laughs> <laughs> Probably should have. Probably should have, but I, I did. I picked up meat. I picked up ten or twelve years of um, technology in one hole, so we call. So what happens is, and this is the cool thing about the tech. Walking off the thirteenth tee, I'm like, I call one of the guys I know and say, my driver just cracked. He goes, What do you need? I go, I'll take anything that TaylorMade has. I need a nine degree something, and. What was it, Pearl? A hole and a half later, I had a brand new driver. Yeah, that fast, and, and and picked up ten years of tech on it too. I was one of those guys. Pearly was talking about after your first round. I was walking up. You guys were finished. And I said, I, I had no idea you were playing with clubs that old. Yeah, it's amazing. I figured I had an old caddy. I should have. <laughs> I should, <laughs> oh man, I I don't know. I I should I should get some new irons. Um, but anyway, anyway, we don't have we don't we don't need to go there. But the driver. I'd say all in all, Pearl, between the driver and my putter, uh, this is the best club in my bag for the week. Hey, listen, there's a lot of times we were relying on the driver and the putter in the last two rounds, was, as we're going to talk about uh, uh, next show. Uh, but that's the only uh, peace and quiet we had because everything else was a little scary in between. Yeah, that's right. Well, and uh, so just to wrap up what happened with round one, I just birdie made about a 40-foot putt on 16 to hit a uh, – uh, a long drive at 17, got over the right-hand bunkers, but kind of hung up in the right rough and hit a, a, I don't know, it was a hard shot with the ball way above my feet, the pins in the back right, and it kind of jumped out to the right but took a really nice kick down to the left, and I made about a 20-foot putt there for Birdie Pearl. Uh, that was fun because I think that was the loudest uh, cheer for you for the uh, for the week, uh, both the uh, the approach shot and the and the putter. That uh that got us a little jacked up and uh, and back to even par at that point too, which was kind of a, a quite the milestone after being uh, three over after ten holes. Isn't it something how much better even par sounds than one over, John? When you're playing, it's, it's unbelievable. It's it's it, you know somebody asked me a couple times about the uh, the golf bag, uh, how heavy it is, and I said you know when Jay's uh, even par. The, uh, the bag weighs about 30 or 40 pounds. Uh, when he's over par, it weighs about 150 pounds. And when he's under par, it I don't really know that I've got it on my back. 
So uh, that's that's pretty much the way it feels uh, carrying. Well, unfortunately, and we can let the cat out of the bag, but unfortunately, I never got the red figures this week. And that's why I got pretty tired the last couple of days. But anyway, that's, that's another story for another day. It is another story for another day. But meet at one point in time, I said to Pearlie in round two, I said, is that bag getting a little heavy? Because we had some problems. Is that bag getting a little heavy? And he goes, nope. And I said, are you lying to me? And he goes, yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good caddy, though. Yeah, no, absolutely. John did a great job. So, Round two and round one ends, and um, even par Pearl was what thirty fifth place, something like that, somewhere towards the middle uh, of the pack. It was it was yeah, pretty it, decent. It was a little better than that. It was a little better than that, actually. I'm pretty sure it was twenty eighth place. So you were very okay. much. I think four or five hundred was leading. You were you were very much within you know reach, if you will. And and when we we're coming off the back nine, which which is certainly uh, uh, more difficult, coming off the back nine, uh, having shot three under. You know, there's kind of like, a, hey, man, there's a little, uh, there's a little uh, hope here uh, for the future. Well, and and you know what, Pearl, I was only five strokes off of the lead. I mean, that's a front nine if I get hot. I mean, it, it's that is absolutely the way I see it and saw it and thought about it. And so, going to bed, we had a great evening with my family, and we just hung out. We had dinner, and, and uh, it was just terrific. And going to bed, all I was prepping for was a really fast start tomorrow. The weather looked perfect. And uh, to just get out there and get under par early and see, you know, what we can make happen. And, well, um, and, and, and you and I had agreed, no matter what happened, you know, you kind of had a game plan. We were going to keep it with the same pace. You are going to keep it with the same pre-shot routine. And we are just going to let nothing bother us. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know what? After right now, nothing is bothering us, Pearl, because this show is over. All right, all right, perfect. Well, um, Meet, thanks so much for taking care of us here in the ESPN studios, Pearly. Uh, stay tuned because next week we're jumping on what happened in round two and round three. And folks, if you're morning drinkers, get ready next week on Golf with Jay Delsing. Head of straight, St. Louis.